Welcome to Brunch with BBB, a podcast about real-life marketplace issues and trends that matter to both business owners and consumers in and around Eastern North Carolina. Each week, you're going to hear incredible conversations on some of the most challenging and important marketplace topics with perspectives from a variety of future guests. So grab your coffee and get ready for an exciting conversation with your hosts, Louise Felice and Catherine Honeycutt of Better Business Bureau serving Eastern North Carolina. What's up, guys? Welcome to Brunch with BBB. I am Luis Feliz, and I have my lovely co-host with me, Catherine Honeycutt. Hello. So we're here to chat all about the month of love. <laughs> as as you know, as you know, as you know, as you know, this month is so difficult for many of you guys who are looking for love. But as finding love wasn't hard enough, right? Let's not even talk about dating or even finding love during a global pandemic. Guys, (laughs) my respects to you out there. But as online dating and social media has made it easier than ever to meet new people, unfortunately, it has made work easier for scammers as well. Mm -hmm. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about romance scams and how to prevent scammers from stealing more than your heart this Valentine's Day. I know it sounds kind of corny, but it's so true. Mm -hmm. So you want to just be aware of everything that's going on. So most romance scams start with a fake profile on online dating sites. Catherine, take it over and tell our Mm -hmm. friends how the scam works. Yeah, of course. So you join a dating app or you have your social media account. You start messaging a stranger, but something's different about this person, right? They seem to be the full package. You know what I'm talking about. They're beautiful. (laughs) They're handsome. They're kind. But most of all, they are into you. Okay. They like you. (laughs) And after chatting for a little while, Your new love interest suggests that you chat on text or email rather than through the app. Doesn't seem like a big deal, right? And when you do this, you may notice that they also delete their dating profile. So you're thinking, okay, they're the best. They're into me. We start texting, emailing, and they took their profile down. So you think they're not chatting with anyone else. This is exclusive, right? Wrong. Okay. We'll come back to that in a minute, but everything seems great. Soon, your new love interest has some unusual but seemingly harmless requests, okay? They're kind of weird, but you're like, we'll go with it, not too crazy. They want you to receive money for them. Okay, red flag, red flag. But anyway, you're blinded by love. They want you to wire money to them. They may claim to be helping a loved one, battling COVID, or working for a nonprofit, simply trying to receive some donations, okay? So again, seemingly perfect. They do charity work. They're they're the good guys, right? No. If you refuse to help them out, they may suddenly get hostile, okay? Threatening you. But worst of all, when you're trying to find love, they grow distant. They stop responding to you. They leave you on red. Do you know what that means? They don't text you back. That's the worst feeling. But 
it gets worse. It turns out the money they want you to receive is actually stolen. They could have impersonated someone trying to claim, you know, a refund check and what have you. And after stealing this money, the scammers send the money through someone, AKA you, their love interest in the United States to make it harder for authorities to trace this transaction. Money laundering and wire fraud are illegal. So red flag. Um, and although the money mule, AKA you, the love interest <laughs> is a victim, you could also face prosecution. So full circle here, you find someone who seems great online, full package, but then they try to get you to launder money and you're blinded by love. So you don't see it, you do it, you're embarrassed. And then we're left with, you know, a broken heart and an empty wallet. Oh my gosh. And that's not even the worst things. They say that victims in US and in Canada have reported losing nearly $1 billion. Guys, that's a lot of money mm -hmm. over the last three years. And BBB estimates that there are more than a million victims in the US alone. A million people. Okay, wait, let's, let's break this down real quick. Yeah. We're looking for love online. Okay. There's a million people out there like you who are getting scammed by yeah. these romancers and you could just fall in love with another victim, but instead you're falling in love with the scammers. So we know that the spread of online dating sites and apps, you know, social media, all that good stuff has made romance scams even easier to commit because we're all online. We're all messaging you know, we all want to assume the best in people and assume yeah. that their profile is legitimate, right? But because most people, you know, get embarrassed, they've fallen in love, they've fallen for this trap, they don't want to submit a, a report about these scams. They don't want to even admit that this happened to them. Um, and so while, you know, Louise, you mentioned the number of um, dollars lost and the number of victims, that could really just be the tip of the iceberg because a lot of people aren't sharing when this happens. So all that to be said, you know, started off on a negative note, we're gonna bring it back around for you guys, okay? Yeah, the good news is we have some good news. <laughs> we have tips to help you avoid, you know, these scammers and help you protect your heart and wallet Yes. This Valentine. So Louise, what's our first red flag? So it's too hot to be true. Oh, right. Too hot to be true. That guy looks so good or that girl looks so good. It's like, whoa. And then scammers offer up good looking photos and tales of financial success. If mm -hmm. they seem too perfect. Guess what, guys? Your alarm bell should start ringing. Mm hmm. Another red flag to look for is that they're in a hurry to get off the chat site. So if it's a dating app or social media, a lot of catfishers, which, okay, let's do a little jump in right here. A catfish <laughs> is someone who's impersonating someone else. They are not yes. real. They're catfishing you. They're tricking you. Don't believe them. 
but okay, a catfisher will try to very quickly get you to move to communicating through an email, you know, phone messenger, you know, all that kind of stuff instead um, for risk, you know, maybe you'll find another profile that uses the same photos or they can, you know, be a little bit more personal with you and try and develop that relationship further um, and make you convince you that it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talking about that as well. Another red flag that you should watch out for is if they're moving way too fast. Mm -hmm. So typically a catfisher will start, you know, speaking of the future of your future together, marriages, they quickly say the word, I love you. Mm. And they often say they never felt this way before. So it's like The Bachelor. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes. And talking about moving too fast, let's talk about trust for a second. Okay. Catfishers will start manipulating you with trust talk. Have you ever heard of this? So in all reality, they're not truthful. They know they're a scammer. They know what their game is. They know how to play it but they want you to think that you can trust them. And so they will start off by saying, trust is so important to me. Trust is, is the most important thing, but in reality, they know that they're duping you. Guys, and check this out. If, if, the, if the person on the other side of the screen doesn't want to meet you in person, oh my gosh, you better run the other way. Mm -hmm. They really are not who they are. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one thing to keep in mind is, you know, during a pandemic, there's so many excuses they could use that I don't want to meet in person because of the pandemic. Well, what about video chat or yeah. other methods of communication? You know, I realize some people may not want to meet in person. It's not necessarily safe right now to meet a stranger. Um, but if they're really adamant about not FaceTiming or, or anything like that, that could be suspicious. But another red flag is suspect language. So this could be a couple different things. Okay, first of all, if they claim to be from your hometown, um, you know, they're trying to connect dots with you, but maybe they're not really hitting the mark right. So maybe they talk about a local landmark, but they're not really making sense. They don't really know where things are located. Not to mention, maybe they have poor spelling, poor grammar. Um, they, their language is not right. It's not aligning with where you grew up or, you know, what language you speak. So that could also be a really big red flag. Definitely guys. And the last one is hard luck stories. Mm -hmm. So before the scammer moves on to ask you for money, the scammer may, you know, throw a little bit of hint here and there saying they are having financial troubles. Like, for example, their heat cut off or they got their car stolen or they mm -hmm. have a sick relative or, you know, they may even share a very, very sad story from their past. Like their parents died or their spouse mm -hmm. and et cetera. These are all the things that you should look out for. And once again, if you see these guys run the other way. Mm-hmm. Yes. And don't be afraid to double check their profile. Look up the photos somewhere else, search their name and see if they pop up, see if you have mutual friends and all that stuff to try to connect the dots further. But some other things to keep in mind besides these red flags are to, first of all, never, never 
Let me repeat this again. Never send money or personal information that can be used for identity theft to someone you've never met in person. So some of you might be asking, well, what's personal information? Because I want to tell them all about my dogs and my seven cats. So personal information, here we go. Don't give out your social security number, your ID number, your driver's license, even that personal information that you think is, you know, not a big deal, like your address, your birth date, all that stuff. Keep that private until you develop a more serious relationship, AKA meeting in person, you know, this person, that's a little different. Um, Never give them credit card information, especially if they try to convince you to book a trip. Yeah, no, don't give them your credit card information. And you just cut off contact with them. As soon as they start asking you for information like credit cards, bank information, your ID number. No, no, no. You cut them off. Ghost them. That means you don't respond. Yes, most definitely. And like Catherine, like you said, you know, don't be afraid to ask specific questions about Mm -hmm. details that they give in their profile. So usually a scammer may stumble over remembering details or making a story fit. If they say, okay, I have a dog and he died at the age uh, when I was eight years old. And if they put that in their profile, make sure to ask, why did the dog die? How did it die? Where were Mm you? Where were you living? So once you hear the full story and you see that he's stumbling or she's stumbling a little bit, again, corran, run away. (laughs) Great point, Louise. And, you know, this whole conversation was super fun to just give you guys some advice. Um, But if you need a little bit more information about these romance scams, because you don't know whether to believe me and Louise, you know, we, we sound crazy, we know, but we're telling you, these scammers are crazier. So for additional information on this scam and others like it, please head over to bbb.org. You can read up about them. You can see what other, you know, fellow romantics have submitted um, and, and really take it to heart. So if you think that you've been a victim of this type of scam or, or any scam, um, or you're just curious to see what other people have reported as suspicious, head over to bbb.org slash scam tracker. This is where you can report and research scams in your local area. Again, bbb.org slash scam tracker. So, wow. What a great conversation, Louise. I know it was super fast. We were talking really fast today, (laughs) but these scammers, they're going to move fast too. So you have to be one step ahead. So we hope that this will help any of those romantics out there trying to find love in the pandemic, avoid falling victim to these scams this love month. So thank you, Louise. A pleasure, mi amiga. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Brunch with BBB. We want to continue providing you with information that is valuable. So let us know what you think by taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it to Instagram or Facebook and tagging us at BBB Eastern NC 
and sharing your favorite quote or takeaway from today's conversation. You can also share your thoughts or topic ideas by direct messaging us on social media or sending us an email to info at raleigh.bbb.org. We can't wait to hear from you. But until next time, guys, adios. Thank you.